1: Good evening in a warm 1990s welcome to Sports Day. Tonight we are partying like it's 1998. That's right, it's 90s night. And I have one simple question for all you retro rugrats out there. What is your most iconic sporting moment from the 90s? Please give us a call on the Harcourt's open line, 1300 736 736. Or flick us a text on the temper text machine, 0433 98 1116. I'll say it again. What's your most iconic sporting moment from the 1990s? Is it Australia versus Australia A? Eh? Is it Kieran Perkins in Atlanta? Is it Lance Klusener self-imploding? Is it Dean Wallace self-imploding? Or is it Darren Jarman sinking St Kilda? There's so many others. Whatever your iconic moment is, we want to hear it. The Harcourt's open line is 1300 736 736. And the temper text machine, which has blown up this week because of Bryce McGain, is 0433 1116, and to help us wade through the decade that was the
0: 90s, and I love the 90s, is not one but two guests. Bryce McGain, welcome again. G'day, Tom. And uh, it, it is the the crescendo that we're looking for, isn't it? The 1990s, it's an epic time. It, I remember you saying it was retro at the start of the week. Retro seems a little earlier than that, but this is for right me, in the me, midst. For me, it feels retro, yeah, 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 yeah. but uh. uh it's amazing. We've got a special guest too.
1: We do. Our next guest, our special guest is not just an Olympian, but also a dual sport athlete. No, I'm not talking about Nova Paris. I'm talking about Georgie Parker. Welcome to Sports Day. <laughs>
2: oh, thank you. Nova did it a little bit better than I <laughs> did. She. But look, I'm here. I'm excited. You yeah. know that I love my retro sports yes. and I'm, I'm here wearing a 1997 Crows premiership shirt. Yep. I'm stoked. I can't wait just That's to talk awesome. about the 90s. So what
1: we have glory We have 56 minutes of 1990s chat. We want your calls. We want your text messages. Bryce, what shirt are you wearing for those at home?
0: So I've got a bull shirt on uh, with Rodman on the back. Yeah. Um, Rodman, of course, coming in the last three of the, the championship victories in the 90s. And uh, also uh, on the back of the chair, I've got my footy jumper as well. Georgie, you've got your uh, woolen footy jumper as well. Um, the
2: night, the, the Camry. The, the Camry, Camry Crows. Camry Crows that was part
0: of their song in, initially, wasn't it, it? It
2: was. This was actually the first thing I ever bought with my pocket money. I saved up $2 <laughs> a week. How good For that? six months. And actually, to get my final $20, I was at the pub with my family. They had this giant bowl of spaghetti in front of me. And my dad said, I'll bet you 20 bucks you can't finish it. And Go I baby. did. I got my Guernsey. I've got 52 in the back. and. It, Pillow for somebody, who's, whatever you give away here, uh, someone who knows who number 52 is. Do you know who 52
0: is. was, Bryce? We said uh, Sean Rand. Oh, you, well, you just ruined
2: it. For oh, sorry. oh, sorry. <laughs> well, it is, I get a pillow. <laughs> where do we get a temper mattress go. or something? Or? That's it. Oh, but I was obsessed with Sean Rand, obsessed with the Crows. First thing I've ever bought with my money and uh, still got it. I'm not wearing it for a reason. Yeah. Not the same size I was <laughs> when I was eight, <laughs> unfortunately. But look, we're, we'll get there one day.
1: $20 was a lot of money in the mid 90s, Georgie. That's generous Huge. from your dad. Yeah, it
2: must be nice. Yeah. Must We've be
1: got nice. so many calls coming in. This is great. So, some nominations Greg Norman losing the Masters is negative. Oh. Tiger Woods winning the Masters is positive. Yes. And I do love this. Alan Donald and Lance Klusner are at the same end in the Cricket World Cup semi final in 1999. But give us a call on the Harcourt's Open line 1300 736 736. Bryce and Georgie have been set some homework tonight. And you have got so many notes in front of you, Bryce.
0: Yeah, I didn't know where Whoa, to start. Oh uh,
2: my goodness! But, but once,
0: and I've, I've confused myself here, so I'm going to lose stuff around. But the shirt that you're wearing, yeah, talk us through that. This is
1: David Beckham's Manchester United shirt. The Sharp sponsor. The key with this shirt is two, three things. It's got the zip up, not yes. the button. It's got the the collar that's up, and it's long sleeve. I'm not a Manchester United fan. But I am a David Beckham fan. And I'm also a posh fan, to be honest, as well. Uh, let's go to Eugene in Alphaston, who wants to talk about Shane Warne's getting ball. Welcome to the show, Eugene.
0: G'day, lads. Georgie, like, the Crows premierships were
1: up there for me. Almost, almost uh, picked them as my 90s moment. But, boys, you can't go past, and Georgie, you can't go past uh, Shane Warne's getting ball. That, that's, you know, that's iconic. That's 90s in a nutshell. And it's almost... You know, 1900s, the 20th century in, in itself, as opposed <laughs> just to a decade. Yeah, it's just history. It's history. Um, you know, h- h- like, it's, it's a just guy history with all a up. master. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's just history all up. And funny you mention that, actually, Eugene, because here it is Shane Warne's ball of the century.
0: First ball in Test cricket in England for Shane Warne. And he's done it. He started off with the most beautiful delivery. Gatting has absolutely no idea what has happened to it. He still doesn't know. That must have been about as good as it gets for a young leg spinner, Bryce, to watch that. Absolutely fantastic. And that's why, uh, and I've shared this with some people before, um, about the Ashes. That's why I love the Ashes. That's That continued me on the path to keep going to be a leg spinner. I was uh, in my 20s then and uh, just thought, no, no, this is where we go. That's 1993 when he bowled that delivery to Mike Gadding and uh it was just absolutely epic, and he continued on from that moment. He had played Test cricket before then, but as uh, Richie said in the commentary, "as was his first ball in yeah. Ashes. In England, before we get into some lists, and we, Georgie, I'm not sure if you're
1: aware, we do love lists at SE, list. and, and the digital team love lists as well. Mm-hmm. Before we do that, what is your first memory of watching sport live in the 1990s? So
2: we grew up in the country, so we didn't get to go to many good live games, but we did have Adelaide Crows memberships old, at an old footy park. Oh, what footy a, park, yeah,
1: that was. Is that Amy Park before? That's Amy. That's Amy Park, isn't it?
2: No, it doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, it's gone. It, it's it's Was it Amy
1: Park for a while though? Uh, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, okay.
2: Well, everything gets named by something, doesn't yeah, true, it? Yeah, true. Except for the G. Yeah. We love the G. But we used to go there and we had a spot behind the goals there and I made friends with the people behind me. And I used to go instead of sitting with my family, sit behind <laughs> them. <laughs> I would have been them. I'd look back and just cringe at 10-year-old me going, what are you doing? Leave these people alone. <laughs> I, used to, I had a sleepover with their kid. <laughs> like, yes. What is going on? I would have been so annoying. I look back, and if a kid started speaking to me, I would.
1: You'd be yeah. annoyed. You'd be if there was a ten-year-old Georgie sitting here right now. You'd be annoyed I'd, by that ten-year-old. I'd hate myself. But yeah, so it was the nineties.
0: It was the nineties. So it's okay. Yeah, that's it.
2: But All I used good. to. We used to park a long way away and used to walk down West Lakes and and enjoy the night. And it was freezing. I used to run off and and it was so good there. It was a rundown piece of. You know, it wasn't any good, but like a footy
1: park. Uh, Footy park was amazing. I do like this text message from Anthony. The Aussie one-day kit to the 90s, every single one of them belongs uh, in Milan. Uh, what is your? Fa- this is a question without notice. What's your favourite Aussies well, nineties kit?
2: I'm actually a bit flat you're not wearing. I'm pretty sure you've
1: got one. I do. You've seen some photos. I'm, yes, I do. I'm <laughs> pretty
2: flat that yeah, you're yeah. not wearing that because the old 90s cricket kit, I loved the Australia versus Australia A kit. Yes. The, the opposing the colours. Yeah, the yellow and green and then the green and yellow. <gasps> when Ricky Ponting's
1: playing in Australia yeah. A, sorry, what? You Can you imagine? Langer five. Hey,
2: bring back Australia A. That's what I say. Yeah, you wrote
1: an article on that for the West I and do. you believe that, don't you? Oh
2: absolutely. You'd, Bring back
1: Australia A. You'd be supporting Australia A as well. You like the underdog. Oh
2: yeah. yeah. Well, would we would we I mean, we wouldn't be supporting them? That was the not issue. when Pat Cummins is in, in the oh, first true. side, but look I'd love to go and see some of his undogs. But, yeah, that is my most iconic kit, the Australia versus Australia
1: A kit. What about the Australian one-day kit that had the blue underneath the arm? That's the one I've got at home. I should have worn it tonight. That was yeah. an amazing one. What was your favourite one, Bryce?
0: Well, the real uh, canary yellow, the, the oh, original yeah. um, one with the stripes across the the uh, mm-hmm. the chest. I, I think that was just uh, spot on. But that was in uh, my live sport mentions was uh, the Benson & Hedges Cup, oh. the, the World Series Cup. So the, the Tri-Series Come up and you would get together and you would you would go to these games. You would not miss them. They, they were a must go to and must see. Georgie, same no, for you. I, I
2: was literally I sent a picture to Morris the other day. I was walking past a shop with an old Benson head Tri Series thing oh, in the window. Where was that? It was at his place in, I've in, a, go get that. in Katoomba in the New South Wales Blue Mountains. But I was like sent it to him. He thought that it was my living room. he goes, go, you are such enough. He thought that was in my house. That's what he thinks of me. And I was very close to buying if I didn't have to travel with
1: it. And it was from that moment that I said, George, you do, do you want to come on radio on Thursday? Because I realised this is the nuff we've been waiting for to talk mm-hmm. about ninety ninety sport. These calls are flood, flooding in. one 736 736 Good text message here. Well, I'm not sure it's a good text message, uh, but <laughs> I, I want to read it anyway. Um Let's get serious. Gatting played that horribly, very iconic
0: seed, but abhorrent batting to boot. Do you agree with that, Bryce? <laughs> no, this is the best player of spin that England had. I, mm. I thought he covered everything up. He was absolutely befuddled. Richie caught it so well. He let it just all unfold right in front of us. No, it wasn't that bad about him.
1: Hey, David, you've got a uh, you've got something you want to say about the 1990 grand final and also George's favourite subject, Australia A. Welcome to Sports Day.
0: Uh, thanks, guys. Uh Yeah,
1: well,
2: I mean, for the 90s, it was pretty big for Collingwood to win the Premiership and the first AFL Grand Final, all of that. I mean, we absolutely shut down Hottel Street. So, I mean, for me, that's it for me. But Australia A was absolutely the bomb. Like, for me, I followed Australia A because of Stuart Law. I thought it was criminal that he wasn't in the actual Australia side. I mean, I love Stuart Law as a batsman. Um, so yeah, I was pure Australia A for that time as well. Think about some of the bowlers that we'd have in Australia A. Eh? Yeah. Like think about that if it was on like at the moment. Now. It would
1: literally be the second
2: best bowling lineup in
1: the world. The world. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, Todd Murphy is the spinner. Um, probably Sean Abbott. When you have Jai Richardson, it'd be a serious Boland. bowling attack. Scotty Boland. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Scotty Boland bowling to Steve Smith and wrapping him on the Ooh. pad. You'd
0: be appealing, Georgie, for sure. <laughs> I'd be up as well. That was the problem. I think that's why they stopped it because the whole of Australia backed the underdogs. <laughs> yeah, and that's they, it. They they hated the fact that the, or the Australians in particular, the main team were going. How can they not be supporting us? They were getting booed. <laughs> it was it was just staggering the the final at the SCG and Australia just got over the line. Is yeah. that what happened in the end? It yeah. got to the last over. Yeah. And it, they got a couple of singles and it got down to the last ball and Ian Healy hit a boundary to win off the last ball in yeah. the 50th over. It was epic. I just love Ricky Ponting batting in a hat and pulling the ball off his toes, sorry,
1: off his nose, and the ball going all the way out to the boundary with no rope. Like, that's it's a, it, you could run five Slide out of Slide into Georgie. the gutter. <laughs> yeah. uh, let, let's get a list, Georgie, your top five most iconic sporting moments from the 1990s. And this is a list that I'm sure you've given a lot of thought to.
2: Oh, yeah. I think you're going to – Resonate with not a single person here in Victoria. (laughs) Number five, Crow's ever first match in 1991. It was a massive win against Hawthorne. 86 points, I'm pretty sure it was. Look, I I was two. I don't remember it, but we're going to go with it. (laughs) Number four, Tony Modra. Just Tony (laughs) Modra. That's it.
1: This is all all Adelaide. Uh, (laughs) Number three, Darren
2: Jarman, kicking Five in, in a grand final. Uh, pretty iconic. Two, Andrew McLeod, back-to-back Monsmith <laughs> medal. And number one, Crows, back-to-back 97-98. Wow. That is top five. You, can't, you actually don't this get better than top that. Five.
1: Georgie, thanks for coming in and we'll see you yeah. next time.
0: <laughs> you don't just, feel like you're a little sheltered in the 90s. It, it, it was just so one-eyed though, isn't it? That's Adelaide. It's been a tough slog since. Yeah, yeah.
2: We've, uh, yeah, we've been scarred 2016 to 2017. Sorry, hurt us as a the club, but yeah. we'll be back. Next but, year, top four. Watch this space.
1: There was a text message. Hey, Georgie, will you watch the 2017 Grand Final this holidays, the one where Tex had a seat booked on the flight back for the cup.
2: <laughs> do you know what's funny? One of the questions you sent us in the thing was like, how do you watch sport now compared yeah. to when you are a kid? And now I watch, I'm cynical, I'm jaded, I yeah. hate Richmond, it yeah. sucks now, sport sucks now <laughs> yeah. that you're an adult. Yeah. You're not as dull-eyed, it's nowhere near as good. So just stay as a little kid forever.
1: Bryce, what's your list? Hopefully it's just outside the little four square you live in.
0: It, it, it is a little bit broader. Um, do I start it? Well.
1: Start at five, please.
0: Uh, if start you, at five. See, so yeah. this is where I really struggled because I had so many neck and neck um, because they were just iconic. And it was more of a choose-your-own-adventure at five. So take your choice out of these ones. You guys can choose my five. Um, Mike Tyson, the biter, oh, yeah. biting <laughs> the ear off. Uh, Tonya and Nancy, uh, what what happened there and the movie about it. Tonya, Hi, Tonya Harding. do you remember?
2: Oh, oh I, yeah, Tonya. Sorry, yeah, it took
0: me <laughs> yeah, a while to, to tweet. To yeah. catch on to that, yeah. Um, Magic Johnson, HIV positive, yeah, massive story. And then story. continuing on uh, into the dream team, but that comes a little bit later. Tiger Woods uh, in the Masters, 97, yeah. wins his first. Lance Armstrong, 1999. Yep. Um, so this is Choose Your Own Adventure. So what would you choose? I Well,
1: I'm a, I'm a Tiger Woods man. I think a 21-year-old winning the
0: Masters by 12 shots was, is
1: just out of this world. It was his first of four Masters, um, first of 15 majors. So I'm Tiger Woods, but I mean – Jeff Fennick, not Jeff Fennick. Sorry, um, uh, Mike, Tyson? Mike, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson biting someone's Quite ear. iconic. That's iconic
0: in the <laughs> nicest possible way. Yeah, he superseded
1: sports? You, you know, he's transcended. Incredible. Yeah.
0: And everyone was just flabbergasted. What, what is this guy doing? Anyway, that's um, uh, a good list. In four. So that's just a choose your own adventure. Oh, so right. so that's, so that's number, number five. five. Oh, right. That, that's okay, just sorry. five. So um n- number, a goosebumps. Number <laughs> four, uh, Nikki Winmar taking a stance. Yep. yep. I thought that was amazing, and at the time, just so on that. Proud at the time, just was going, it big news at the time as well. Do you remember it? It, it was. Yeah. It, it was. It was on the back page. It was. It was right there, and it was like, yeah, that just makes sense. And why not? Um, and that was. And obviously now, where our eyes are a lot more um, in, we're, our eyes are wide open, and we're much more enlightened. Um, at three, I had Michael Jordan retires. He'd won three, yeah. and then went, "No, I'm done. I'm retiring," but then he came back. And he unretired, and then he won three more. Could I ask you this, this? is in the 90s. I want
1: to ask you both this. Was it a bigger story that he came back to basketball or that he went to baseball in the first place? Surely Mike... I think retiring, every, everyone
0: was... I, I remember being... Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. Like, you're still yeah. at the top of your game. You are the best by so far. You've won three... And he wanted to go and play baseball. Come on, man! And then he came back, and it was just the greatest yeah, thing. And wins win, win three more. So that was number three,
1: was it? I agree, Eric, and it's the retiring's the biggest. The retireings
0: a yeah. yeah. shock, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and so that sort of leads into 1992, the Olympics, and it was a it was a funky era of the nineties, f- like a funky era. Well, it was. It Sounds like a funky uh, word. No, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder where I was going there? Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't yeah, know yeah, what funky, you're talking about. Funky, yeah, comedy. but it's <laughs> it, it just things changed. Things altered, and one of the things that altered in the Olympics was that they brought in professional sports people. So the Dream Team came; they brought this team together, and uh, of all the the very, very best American um, basketballers. Yeah. And uh, it was just it was a time that things were shifting, yeah. And they continued to shift throughout. So number one, well number one, hang on, number one, we want some suspense, please, Robo. Number one.
1: Uh, yeah, here we go. Ready to go. Yeah, almost there. <laughs> number one is...
0: And I love that I'm not out on the limb because it's uh, lighting up on the Timbertex machine. Shane won Ball of Century. Ball of Century, yep. Can't go past that. Um, ball of Century, number one. Had a uh, fair enough.
2: I had... I put just as much thought into my list, and
1: I didn't get any of that sound effect. Yeah, you know why? I actually <laughs> forgot about the sound effect before. They, I don't. They have sound effect?
2: Cheated and rocked. That's me, right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We've got a whole show to have sound effects. Travis in Doreen, Australia A. This topic has certainly got people dialing in. Uh, welcome to Sports Day.
0: Hey, guys. Australia A. Love the topic. Great fan. Um, I don't know if you remember, but Australia A were the dominating team during that, that series. And Australia had an injury and they took the dominating bowler from Australia A. I think it was Paul Rifle. Yeah, it was. So, how <laughs> is the, uh, that? They, they took their best bowler and they still only just won. Not only did they take him, they didn't even play him in the final. They played him as 12th man. Oh. Yeah, it's a
1: text from Sam who says, I remember Paul Rifle was bowling unbelievably for Australia A and in the final they made him 12th man for the main side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, they picked him out of the side he
0: played in the whole um, World Series.
2: Well, that's a different hypothetical. What would you rather, play 12th man or play in the in Australia, right? Eh?
1: Surely you want to play, though. You want to bowl. Otherwise, you're sitting down drinks. I don't know. I've never played for Australia, so I'm not sure what the answer <laughs> is there. The baseball uniforms and the ODIs in the late 80s were the best. You're correct there. Thanks, Anthony. That's the 80s. We're in the 90s. Let's yeah. stick to the 90s here. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 The text machine is absolutely lighting up i can't keep up <laughs> 0433981116 um listen to this tune i want to play this number 4 thanks robo and what does this resonate in your head georgie
0: oh there's a pig on the ground oh. <laughs> there is a pig at full forward, <laughs> uh, this is extraordinary. fine <laughs> oh, oh, right tackle! What a magnificent tackle, Dean Anderson.
2: That's just it's my boyfriend off. commenting when we're walking around <laughs> Vic Park. <laughs> 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 That's all that is. Oh no, I- iconic, yeah. iconic. I just, I would love to be with those <clears throat> blokes when they're bringing the pig in. Do you know how that, they did it for me?
1: Do you know how they, how they did it? They they drugged the pig so the pig wouldn't um, go wiggle you know, run everywhere, they made the pig essentially, you know, half asleep so they could put Ah. the pig on the ground and it would just walk around and fall forward. Do you
2: know what scares me about that? They must have done that before to know the timing of when it's going (laughs) to wake up. Look, some of the 90s is great, some of the 90s not so great, maybe how we treated animals, but quite iconic moment.
0: It was indeed, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, how can you forget the Australians finally beating the West Indies and Steve Waugh standing up to Ambrose in that series? That was iconic in 1995, I think it was, when we toured the West, Indi- West Indies. It's hard to win overseas. Hard to win overseas. Well,
0: no. That leads into, if I can put yeah, it that go, way, go, my go. Australian sports star and when I was growing up, that was Steve Waugh because of those things. So yeah. I'm trying to find my way in my sport. I was a cricketer, find my way, up district cricket, and I was way out of my depth. It was I was just uh, battling along and I'm seeing him stand up to the might and power of this, um, these people. He was a, a iconic player and he, Steve Wall was um, certainly my hero at that time.
2: Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think the cricketers of the 90s, first we were so good. We yeah. were world beaters and we've, we're starting to get back into that form. But back in the 90s, you know, that's when you start getting the phrase of the Australian cricket captains on par with the Prime Minister. Yes. And so, <laughs> yeah, so I had either Tubby Taylor or one of the wars as well for me. Didn't
1: yeah. have Jason Gillespie or Darren Lehman or any No, other,
2: no, but when you look at... Jake all,
1: Wetherald. Or, no, we'll
2: <laughs> get into the 99 World Cup later when we yeah, talk about yeah. some of them. We've got
1: more to talk about. The good text message coming through here for you, Georgie. Um, where's it gone? Please tell Hutchie to give Georgie her own show in South Australia. Well, you can have your own show in Victoria as well, I oh, guess. I can as have it anyway, <laughs> except
2: for WA. They've <laughs> disowned me after I told them they should turn up to the cricket.
1: <laughs> hey, oh, yeah, yeah. Not we'll get into advice. that a little bit later. Um, but can you remember this? I don't know this. Remember when Hayden, Ozay and McGrath, Oz, had a push and shove? Did that happen? for Oz? Ozay versus Oz? It wouldn't surprise me, too, alphas going at it. We might have to look that up in the break. Yep. We've, we've still got some time, though. Mick Doohan, five world champions in the 90s, untouchable. How about
2: Cathy Freeman, Stool Gift, 1995? Oh, yeah, she came she from She started nowhere. 54 metres behind. And <laughs> now, for right. all you punters out there listening who haven't seen this footage of Cathy Freeman, type in Cathy Freeman, Stool Gift. She's there. She was obviously a world beater. She's one of our, if not the yeah. greatest athlete we've ever produced here in Australia. She starts 54 metres behind on a 400-metre <laughs> run. 200-metre run, sorry, and comes around and wins.
1: Unbelievable. Do you remember when the – this is probably more a question for you, Bryce, because you were four at the time, Georgie. Do you remember when Sydney was awarded the 2000 Olympics? I think there was five cities in the running and Sydney got it and it must have been a massive moment in Australian, um, I guess, sporting life at the time.
0: Yeah, undoubtedly. It was. And uh, I remember watching it live, Mm. like waiting for that decision. Uh, Are we going to actually get them? We've invested a lot in the bid and – i didn't actually know uh, you know what would happen and what it would be like but it, i knew it was going to be a, a an epic sporting event right under our nose and I, i'd grown up just loving the olympics any moment to watch all the sports and being inspired as a kid, um, uh, was was just right up my alley. So it was amazing that Australia got them.
2: Oh, the flow on effect from Olympics is huge. We'll see that in a few years' time when it's up in Brisbane. But you compare yeah. the announcement of the 2000 where everybody's going bananas to the announcement of the 2032. I mean, the Olympics have kind of changed yeah. now as, I guess, the economy is changing. Everyone's a little bit scared to yeah. have them, but hopefully when we have... The in Brisbane, that we have that kind of ripple effect on from the Olympics because God, it did well, a lot of things
1: for Australian sports. And hopefully you're hosting it for the host broadcaster as well as an Olympian yourself, Georgie. Right. Now, when I say the 1996 Olympics, what's the first thing that comes to your mind?
2: McDonald's hats. We had these <laughs> McDonald's hats that I had this Atlanta one. It was maroon with a black peak. Yeah. And that's that's about all I remember. I was seven so and it was a bad time zone. And it was so much harder to access back then. It's not now where you have 75 channels. You can literally put whatever you want on and you'd have eight screens going. A little bit different. You would have to wake up in the middle of the night to watch anything, but – I, my main sport was hockey. Yep. Hockey ruse. Nova, gold medal.
1: Nova, Nova Paris. Nebo at the time. Yes. Yeah. yeah, gold
2: medal. And we didn't win too many golds, I don't think, at this Games. Who did we beat um, in the
1: final? I'm testing th- you now. Th- that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know that answer yeah. to that. I shouldn't ask to I'm going to say Netherlands.
2: Probably Netherlands. Usually, usually yeah, them yeah. or Germany.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mate, uh, we, 96, we weren't that strong. But by 2000, I think we won 16 gold medals. And in the last Olympics, we won 17. And I asked the question last night, what's the – um, break even. What should we? What should we be winning at, at Olympics? And I reckon let's, let's just win as many as we can. Let's get twenty. <laughs> let's go nuts. Let's, let's go twenty five. Yeah, let's go all Phelps. What, what, what when I say the ninety six Olympics? What do you think of? Is it Kieran
0: Perkins? Yes, it is. Yeah, without doubt.
2: Oh, that's yeah. what you meant, not McDonald's hats. No,
0: but the McDonald's <laughs> hat, that's fine. Anything you think of? What comes to your no. mind first? <laughs> McDonald's hats are fine. Don't worry yeah. about that. Um, oh, no, it was Kieran Perkins mm. uh, from. Was he in lane eight? Uh, yeah, he came from lane eight. Lane yeah. eight. He didn't qualify metres. well. You know, what, what, what's going to happen here, Willie? Y- is he capable? He was more than capable. It was amazing. Was the Uncle
1: Toby's ad this century or last century? You know, the, is it, it, oh, no, when, kick it to me, Kieran. What was that, Uncle Toby's? Oh, Kieran Perkins was on that ad. There's a lot of unanswered but, questions at the moment. We're doing a few,
2: a few free <laughs> ads I've, I've here. I've
0: done a lot end. of research, but haven't gone through all the ads at the time. We'll get
1: there soon. Um, yes, that's right. Hayden hit McGrath for four. Then Hayden McGrath had, a, had words mid-pitch and Pigeon... Push Hados. I do love how a text machine has nickname terms pigeon. pushed hados. Yeah, <laughs> and we all understand it. Kieran, two thousand and one was a Kieran Perkins ad. Thanks very much, Sammy. Um, let's have a listen to this song. No, no, we're going to a break. We'll have a look at listen to it after. <laughs> we get it absolutely beautifully here. Georgie Park is an Olympian herself, also a former AFLW player. Bryce McGain played for Australia. Up next, I want to talk about media and the way it was covered in the nineteen nineties because it was very different to now. I'd almost prefer it back then. Stay with us on Sports Day.
0: Well, Around, the talk around
1: the town is what happened across the nation in the night. are And we're talking all sports now. That is talking footy, which is an iconic, I guess, 1990s show, but also early in the 2000s, Caroline Wilson and Tim Lane were on it. Um, Lee Matthews was on it as well. I seem to remember Craig Hutchison was on it as well at one point, uh, breaking some big he, stories. He
2: doesn't mind getting his head
1: somewhere. No, absolutely. Bryce McGain and Georgie Parker are with me. We're talking about iconic moments in the 1990s. And just to reset the scene a little bit, the Harcourt's open line has never been more open. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Please give us a call. Your most iconic moment from the 90s. Send us a text as well, 0433 98 11 16 on the temper text machine. One coming here about um, media in the 90s. The difference between the AFL now and the 90s is the tabloid attitude. In the 90s, it was all about reporting on the games and the great players of the day based on talent. Now it's everything but that. It's all about who is up to no good. Do you agree, Georgie? I mean... I love the people that we work with at the yeah. AFL, but when you
2: look at the the history of who we've had come before, and you've got the committee who would sit on a one liner for six months <laughs> yeah. before he'd use it in the correct space. Yep. Look, I mean, it's not it's a bit different, but they didn't have to do as many games, I don't think, back then, Neither and they, didn't. they weren't worked as hard. Season not as long. Um, So got to give him a little bit of a break and maybe that's me just protecting our own a little bit. Well
0: done. Thank you. Well, times have shifted because we used to wait till Tuesday night to talk footy. Now we get the answers and the the insights and everything immediate. Social media has just changed the landscape. So, and we want our news immediately. We Mm. want to know an an hour after the game, what's going on rather than waiting for what's the outcome of that injury that happened on a Friday night on Tuesday night.
2: And also, I think that it wasn't as easy to send around the the bad bits as well. Once you're mispronouncing a name or doing something mm. wrong, that just was forgotten. That was just wiped off. And next thing, if that happens now, you hear BT that that happens, then it's all around Twitter. It's everywhere, everywhere, everywhere.
0: Yeah, it's an so, echo chamber as well. Exactly. But I think also the public do a lot of the reporting on what's going on. Citizen journalism, on. Bryce. I think it is. Yeah, you yep. said that, that's that the that's what official called. term. The general- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and I think that's what. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what. People are doing that. They, they like the insight. They like, so people who uh, say the footballers, uh, private lives are no longer that private. No, they're not. And I'm not here to defend journalists in any way. We're here to support the 1990s.
1: Georgie, uh, I've got to, I mean, one of the things that gets me about the nineties as well is just how different it was when it comes to accessing information. So a lot of younger listeners wouldn't know that players used to tune in to the footy show on a Thursday night to learn whether they were playing or not on Saturday they for their footy, for, the, for their team. So the footy show was an iconic show in itself, Eddie Maguire and Sam Newman and Trevor Marmalade, et cetera. Were you a fan of the footy show in the mid-90s when it started? Yeah, I was. It obviously
2: aged a little bit as we got older. But, no, I, I loved it. The, watching the footy show... Late at night, it was yeah. a little bit naughty as a little kid getting to yeah. stay up after 9.30 and used to say things that were wrong. We used to love street talk. And, street I mean, talk, yeah. Th- things were different back then. Doesn't mean it was right, no. but they were different. And and I, I liked I did not know that's how they found out your team. That's yeah. pretty
1: brutal. A lot of people did. I mean, that's why... The Channel Nine didn't have the rights, Bryce.
2: How is how is that possible? So, so
1: and because Channel Seven wouldn't give them replays and footage like they would be, would do now, they had to make fun of doing other things. Street Talk was one. Sam's Mailbag was another. Almost Footy, um, Almost Footy Legends was yep. another one. Um, and part of that was reading out the teams, you know, that display the teams back line, half back line. It was a different era,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was much when when you're growing up around that age as much viewing, uh, you couldn't miss it. Couldn't afford to miss it. Some of the other commentary though, around, uh, sport in Australia interests me from a football perspective, Rex Hunt and the way that he called the game with nicknames. And if you didn't know the players and have a intricate knowledge of what's going on. You would have no idea who's doing what, because they're all nicknames being called, but it just seemed in the nineties, we were all so in tune to the teams and who was who that the names carried on and the way he went about it. That was iconic. And from a cricket sense, um, uh, for, for me, it was all, always on in the background. Didn't necessarily watch every Test match, but the ABC was on in the background. And Jim Maxwell, the voice of Summer, along with Tim Lane as well. They're the, the iconic cricket voices.
1: What about Dipper? Yeah, Dipper. <laughs> bumbling <laughs> oh, away yeah. on the boundary <laughs> with his big rain jacket on. What was the night where the MCG scoreboard got on fire? It lit, it lit up like actually it was on fire. They had to halt the game, and Dippers there on the boundary line mumbling through his words. But he was so uh, you know he was so easy to like. He was gregarious. Ernest. Uh, well, yeah, in his own <laughs> way. Who was your who were your favourite sports commentators from the nineties? You can't
2: go past Richie.
1: Yeah, Richie. Can you? Yeah. I think that in the he's, beige jacket.
2: he exactly, and he's still quoted now when you're talking cricket and whenever you. Whenever the clock says 2-2-2, two, 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 <laughs> you're, you're, you're thinking about him. He is yeah, exactly right. someone that, that oh, you'll never forget.
1: This is a great one. Brett in St Albans joins us. Brett, what uh, was your most iconic footy moment in the 1990s? Welcome to Sports Day.
2: Yeah, yeah thanks. G'day. I've got three for you. Yep. I've got Peter Carey taking the mark. <laughs> Mick McGu- Mick, Mickey McGuan saying, I have never seen it. And, and I have never seen that, ever. I've also got Jimmy Stein's winning the Brownlow. Yeah, yep. and yep. the lights going out. The lights going out at Waverley, and the St Kilda supporters burning the
1: joint down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what's what with that? Why did they choose to do that? The lights went out, and they thought they could just run a riot, and they literally did. That's St Kilda for you. Yeah, yeah.
1: fires going off left, right, and centre. Peter Carey yeah. marking the footy is just a unicorn moment, isn't it? We've never seen it again <laughs> in footy. The umpire gets a stab. I can't remember who passed it to him. It was he over in Perth? And he, he took a chest mark. Can you yeah. just
2: imagine what you, you, what you're doing? That what's going through your head?
1: Oops, oops. You want to do? You balled it up, (laughs) didn't you? I think you balled it it up after that. Um, uh, Surely the death of Ayrton Senna is by far and away the biggest story of the 90s. That was a huge Mm. story as well in 1994. What a massive um, loss that was to world sport, really. Um, Journalists like Eddie Maguire and Craig Hutchison. I'm not going to read out that text message, actually. I started to read it out, and I won't. Back in the the (laughs) 90s, before Fox footy and digital TV, we were lucky if we got the Swans games (laughs) live as a bag. It was painful. Um, hoping for foggy weather so I could pick up Victorian radio. What about the, um, uh, if you don't want to know the scores, look away now.
2: Oh, and right on the <laughs> diplomat. <in> <laughs> <minute>. That's what <laughs> we She's needed. got a good voice, Georgie, actually. <laughs> thank you. Thank love you. a good
1: voice. <laughs> All right, um, Bryce, Georgie, what are your
0: favourite uh, obscure athletes from the 1990s? Oh, obscure. Mm. Um, well, it's not really obscure, mm. but I had a real um, – uh admiration and uh wanted to be like Andre Agassi oh yeah
2: I mean, he's not really obscure. <laughs> he's not that <laughs> obscure. He was world well number one in
0: 1995. <laughs> <laughs> let's cut you some slack. But when you look back at it now and read his autobiography, he's wearing a wig and you're going, yes. hang on, this is all all a bit odd. And uh, so I, I think looking back now, he was a, is that making him obscure? Uh, that he's wearing a wig we're gonna playing get, tennis? Let's get the thesaurus <laughs> out. Maybe not he's, quite.
2: He's there like the little rascals, yeah, like yeah. putting a moustache on and with <laughs> a big trench
1: doing? coat. you got to go, Bryce, I'm going to give you some time. Go back in your cricket knowledge and find like a state cricketer that none of us would know from the okay. 90s. Have a think about that.
2: What, well, who, I'm going to say with my sport of hockey, I think that's very obscure. Okay. I'm going to go with Alison Annan. She was a dual gold medalist. She was a world yeah. player of the year a couple of times. She then went on and coached Holland to two or three gold medals as well. She's an outstanding player. And I
1: used to watch her and think
2: that she was brilliant, want to be more like her. But that, that's obscure because nobody follows hockey yeah, you, in you, Australia. I think
1: to be obscure, you've either got to be a great sportsman sports person in an obscure sport, like a snooker player or a badminton what? player or something like that. Did
2: you know who Alison Annen was? No, I never Well, heard. there we go. Never, so obscure. thank you for teaching
1: me. <laughs> I should know, though. If she's so great at what she does, I should know, so I feel That's bad. Um, let's talk, I've got some audio I want to play here. This, to me, is iconic as well. This is number six. Thanks, Robbo. And this was the soundtrack of the late 90s to me when I thought of rowing.
0: Valley, go. fruits <laughs> now exotic. The taste would drive you wild, just taste those peaches and <laughs> or pears and orange and passion fruit, it's just a natural
2: fruit. And the only place it's so is Golden Valley I still think of them when I see Golden Valley. <laughs> it was the Awesome Foursome, yes, and they're it was. there with their heads, with these little peach lights up behind them, and they're they're floating around. That do you know, that's what, iconic. I'd like to know the iconic meter of how many times we've said iconic today. Yeah, a lot.
1: <laughs> that's uh, the Awesome Foursome. For those who don't know, were an unbelievably famous. Four men who went to and won gold medals at what multiple Olympics? Multiple. Yes, yeah, un- unbelievable, weren't they? And um yes, that ad, I mean, I, I guess it shot them to more fame. But how was just place this, Georgie? The ad had a vi- had a visual of a few heads going around in a circle. It was like, didn't yeah,
2: them? it reminds you of the um, Brady Bunch kind of thing, yes. like that kind of vibe of like their heads just floating around like these mountainy kind of things. Yeah, yeah. And so when you go down the tin, I mean, I think when you're thinking of fruit tin fruit. Tin fruits, yeah. the 90s comes to mind as well. How yeah. often do you buy
1: tin fruit? No, I don't. Yeah, no. no, I don't.
2: I don't mind a poached pear.
1: <laughs> My parents would have bought fruit fruit in the 90s, that's for sure. Hey, an obscure cricketer coming through for you here, Bryce. I like
0: this. Yeah, 270, thank you. Yeah, do you want to read it out? Yeah, Richard Cheekwey. Richard Cheekwey. Perfect. Yeah. A perfect one we're talking about. From the, uh, what, what was that uh, cup that they'll be playing uh, for New South Wales? Mercantile Mutual. Yeah, earlier, earlier than Even earlier. Yeah, earlier. Benton
1: and, no, I don't know. What was before Mercantile Mutual? Hitting the sign was big in the IMG. 90s as well. Shane yeah. Lee hit the sign. Yeah. I think Steve Waugh hit the sign and maybe didn't share the money like he should have with his teammates. Um, I'm sure some others did as well, George. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Being greedy? Two
2: gold medals, by the way. Two gold Those medals. Awesome. Well awesome.
1: researched. Um, Adrian Fletcher kicked the ball to Peter Carey and Gavin Mitchell tackled him. It's amazing in itself. (laughs) Was it in the nineties that Kevin Sheedy did the um did this to Mitchell White? You know, did the the slit throat to Mitchell White that got him in some real trouble? It might have just been there. Tell you what was in the nineties, it was the scarf waving, the Essendon scarf waving. That, that that was a yes. big moment, wasn't it? The, the baby bombers—that was part of it as well. Was it the marshmallows as well? Oh, yeah. Can you tell us the story around the marshmallows? It was about
2: the nineties that Essendon won their last final as well. <laughs> oh,
1: George, Just out, you're, you're opening yourself up. So people, <laughs> WA <laughs> people don't like you now. Essendon people. Yeah, they already like don't like, like me. Don't
0: worry. <laughs> Cutting <laughs> off. There, Interrupt. What, what I loved about the nineties was uh, that advertising really came into sport, and Nike actually took an, a next level step in the way they went about it. Obviously, tennis with Andre Agassi—he was part of that. NBA was David Rob. Robinson and Charles Barkley were the first sort of one to come together. These are iconic names. And that led me into um, what I loved doing in the 90s because computer games weren't (laughs) necessarily that sport orientated, but there was NBA Jam, which you would go to the Blockbuster store and put your bucks in there for hour after hour playing NBA Jam. And you did? Absolutely. It was was kind of like a two-on-two game and you'd have these stars. On what
1: console, sorry?
0: um, PlayStation 1 or Nintendo? No, no. This is on a big arcade-type situation. You go to the Blockbuster store. You wouldn't hire it. Oh, right. You actually go there. It's sitting in the Blockbuster store and you would play with a joystick and a little ball (laughs) thing on there and you would play this game. Were you a gamer, Georgie?
2: I wasn't a massive gamer, but if you go into Acme, it's free. You can go in there. They've got one of those old, like, 1990s uh, cricket on the Seegers, where you can go in and play some of that, like let's play cricket or whatever it's called. Cricket's classic or whatever it is.
1: Shane Warne Cricket 99 was the one that got me because the score would be four for 221 and then it would be England versus New Zealand. (laughs) It's just bizarre. And the best thing about Shane Warne Cricket 99, it would be in the air and (laughs) bowled. It just had so many glitches. But the game that really, this is a personal one for me, that got me going in the 90s, was International Superstar Soccer 98 on Nintendo. (laughs)
0: This is the game loading up. It turns into a race. (laughs) Yeah. International
1: Superstar Soccer 98... It was Sorry. an incredible game. I've got to take it off my headphones. That was,
2: I was not expecting it that. It
1: goes from being a yoga class to a full-blown
0: indoor rave yeah. in the space of about five seconds. You can seconds. just
2: pick the years things were made by the sounds, yeah. can't yeah. you? <laughs> oh. What you can
0: okay. see is uh, hundreds of thousands of kids, when that rave going off, it's the game is loading, start jumping around. <laughs> we're about to play. Let's get on with it. This from 868. Can't love
1: Georgie Parker anymore. And then she burns the bombers and she gets even better. <laughs> what <Well>, uh, a Georgie. <laughs> Look, it's polarized. <laughs> we want to play iconic that iconic song that's the thing about football I don't know if we can get it in the time we've got but that was a famous song as well as was well on a, on a serious note um, EJ Wittens last lap around the MCG when he was uh, when he was just right towards the end that was a big moment with as Danny well with Danny Frawley no oh, with he, his son with his son oh with his son right. yeah 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 famous name in football um, and a big Victorian football name. Tom doesn't know what Blockbuster is, Bryce. <laughs> I do know what Blockbuster is. <laughs> Thanks, I also Don. know what Video Easy is if you didn't care. Um, <laughs> Tasmanian woodchopper David Foster was literally huge in the 90s. I can't say I've heard of uh, David Foster, but I appreciate that, that message. <laughs> I know the
0: O'Toole's in wood to- chopping.
1: Oh, yeah. Tell us but, about that. But that and... was a little
0: earlier. Uh, World of Sport would have this, and I've shown many people this that I play cricket with nowadays. They used to chop wood in this show, and they'd have this race, and the O'Toole family, brothers, cousins, everything, would uh, stand on logs and chop it. And it was on live TV. Uh, they would also have people riding bikes against each other with a big clock behind them yeah. that would uh, take, and they'd be on these rollers doing stuff. This is world of sport, but that's the 70s. We're in the wrong yeah. wrong period of time. But, uh, yeah, some weird TV that went on back then.
2: Oh Well, we'll, we'll look you, back at uh, during COVID. Had you seen any of that? <laughs> no, but when I, during COVID, I was watching rock skipping. So you watch anything when yeah. you're bored. <laughs> and in the 90s, I tell you what, we were bored. It was nothing to do.
1: Hi, all. Great shows. Scarf waving was 1993. Marshmallow game was a final in 98. Yes. What about Graeme Vimpani as a state cricketer? Nice Cheers, touch. Stephen Steve. Campbell that's... Magpies player as well. Campbell Collingwood player back then, yep. I think. Yeah. Graham Vimpani. Terrific touch. Former opponent of yours. Yeah. Opening back. Good friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I just think these text messages are unbelievable. I'm trying to filter them through one by one. One thing that hasn't come up yet is the Socceroos heartbreak in 1997. We should have qualified for the World Cup. And I think we had a two-goal lead at one point playing Iran at the MCG. Oh. And they came back and they drew. This was devastating. So we drew one all over there. And because they drew two, two all here, they got through away goals, and we missed out. Mm. And that Mark Bosnich goal, Harry Kuehl in the left wing. My, I, I wasn't there, but my dad tells me that MCG that night was as flat as it's ever been.
0: It was silent walking to the station. Yeah, were you there? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was devastating because we're all thinking, oh, we'll, we'll go through to the World Cup here. This is all mm. we. This is, this is just going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> two nil up, yeah. cheering, and then. No, it was so deflating. Yeah, that was um, devastating. It's
2: the hope that kills you. That's (laughs) that's
0: what.
2: Gotcha. You had your fingers on
0: it. You can tell that Georgie's been there and done that. (laughs) Don't (laughs) hope because you'll just be disappointed.
1: No, well, that's
2: the the key to a true life is just expectation management. That's it. If you know where you're going to be, that's all fine.
1: Give us a buzz. one 736 736 -736 on the Harcourt's open line. Georgie Parker's in the studio um, on debut on Sports State at and doing a fantastic job. And the temper text machine is 0433-981116. What is your most iconic moment from the 1990s. Can we talk about the Chicago Bulls a little bit more and Michael Jordan? And I'm sure we all watched The Last Dance as well. There's a, there was a study that was done in 1994 where Australian uh, teenage boys were asked who the most famous sports person in the world is. And instead of picking an Aussie, they picked Michael Jordan. Yep. So yep. Michael Jordan was more famous than anyone else back then.
2: That's who I found yeah. as the most famous. Yep. I'm assuming you would have as well.
0: I did indeed. Yeah. 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 Just everywhere. And it, it was. It was... Uh, it was as I said it was when marketing marketed sports stars and linked big name brands to it and there was no bigger than Jordan Nike and uh, and it just became epic and it swept across it just gathered up all the minds of of everybody to then start watching the sport it really just caught in and such catchy um, you know, be like Mike and all those sort of that whole themed uh, yeah. advertising was pretty incredible. Did you, did you know as much
1: about the Chicago Bulls, Georgie, before the last dance? To me, I learned a lot in that documentary.
2: Yeah, and I think that's because of the era that it all happened in. You yeah. don't, you had to go and actively look for that information now. Um, back then, whereas mm-hmm. nowadays you could consume that information without even following the NBA. You, if LeBron does something, you could know, yeah. not as an NBA fan, that LeBron's done something. Yeah. Back
1: then, you had to go and look for it. So how did you watch it? This is a serious well, question. I, I didn't watch the NBA. How did you watch in the '90s?
2: But I still knew Huey. What knew who he was, and that that's why I think that that's how you know, know he was s- super famous.
0: Yeah, well, the, the the games would be on, so you're not you're not streaming <clears throat> them, obviously, but the games are are, are clearly on, and there was uh, networks that would be following those sort of things. You'd be watching, you'd be yeah, you'd be following it. You'd just be all
1: over it. I can't believe it was not until COVID that I didn't know that Michael Jordan's winning shot. I think it was against the Utah Jazz, the 1998 uh, final series in Game 6, existed. I just didn't know. I'm not a big basketball man. It's amazing. So he won three, played baseball, came back and won another three. And then he went to the Washington Wizards, but that's another decade altogether. Uh, Mick is in Northcote, wants to talk about Greg Williams and an umpire. I think I know where you're going with this. Mick, welcome to Sports Day. Yeah. Uh, t- firstly,
0: I just want to say, David Foster was as big a booty in,
1: think, in the 90s. Who was? Sorry, um, say that again.
0: David Foster. David Foster. He was as big as Bernie back in Tassie in the
1: 90s. Physically as big.
0: They were both big men. I just wanted to say um, my iconic moment from the 90s, I think it was the 90s, was when the umpire invaded Greg Williams'
2: space and he touched him and he got a massive suspension and lost the brown load
0: because of the suspension. He did indeed. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I get, I know where you're going with your tongue in cheek about the umpire invading his space. But, uh, yeah, it's a it's a big moment. And Greg Williams was always on the line uh, all the way he played, I I, I understand. But uh, another obscure cricketer, Danny Buckingham. Tell us about Danny Buckingham, sorry. <laughs> Danny Buckingham was a Tasmanian cricketer and he was bigger than Booney. So, right. Yeah, often called Burger Buckingham. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell me what year the Canberra Comets came in in the
1: 90s-ish. Does Merv Hughes, yeah. early mid, days, Brad? Mid 90s. Let's,
0: let's look mid 90s,
1: 95. Yeah, okay. Uh, Were you a state cricket watcher in the 90s, Georgie? No. no. No, but you are now. So what's happened?
2: Well, I grew up and <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I started having no life. <laughs> 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 I'll go down to The Shield. <laughs> watch that. Yeah. Go watch local cricket. I watched Div 3 cricket down at Richmond oh, the wow. other day. So look, I, I just don't think I've got much going on.
0: I just a text coming up. It just caught my eye. Sorry, I was distracted yeah, completely yeah, there. It. And it was around the that that game we were talking about where I ran. We're up two 0 Peter, the serial pest whore, ruined our match. He came on and uh, in, on the field in protest and started cutting down the net. Uh-huh. And, really. And so from that, that that was Maddie Maribelong. Thanks, Matt. And that yeah. just and I'm sure there'll be people refreshed with all yeah. of that moment. That's and that just stopped our momentum. We had control of the game completely. And yeah. I remember that that was probably the only thing that people were saying as they glumly walked with their chin on their chest, walking to the stations uh, as they left the G was, who was that bloke that did that? That who was him. Was that guy? And it was him. Peter Hall, the serial yeah, wow. pest.
1: OJ Simpson found not guilty. Simpson's oh, attorney. Arriving. Yeah, the, the famous footage. Forgot but about that. Simpson's attorney's phrase is what gets me, regardless of the infamous glove. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. <laughs>
2: Sorry, just, I just think of, of uh, Seinfeld when we think of that. Yeah. yeah. Seinfeld, but, uh, I mean,
1: we can talk about Seinfeld well, for another episode, no, but couldn't we, we just? Can't, we
2: can't get into Seinfeld. Barry Manilow. I've got a dinner, <laughs> dinner booking. Brian Lara.
1: 501. 501. Yeah, county cricket. You,
2: that's a bit not fair, isn't it? The it's best cricketer of our time, <laughs> going and playing that. But he did hit 375 against England two months prior to that.
1: Yeah, so he shows he could do it, but county cricket for Brian Lara is like he clocked play. the game. Yeah. He'd That's ridiculous. the game, too yeah. easy. He's
0: playing oh. on easy and uh, he's a yeah, he's a professional. That's like Georgie playing local hockey, it'd just be a joke, wouldn't
1: it? It'd be 10, <laughs> 15 goals. <laughs>
2: That's why I don't do it.
1: <laughs> it's just not fair. Yeah. Um, what what about some other um, obscure footballers of the 90s? I, I I always think back to Melbourne players because I was a Melbourne fan. I'm thinking of Jamie Shanahan, who unfortunately had to play on Darren Jarman when he had that day out for St Kilda. Shanahan then went to yeah. Melbourne after that, but that was a dark day God, for him. God, Darren Jarman Beautiful. is, God, wasn't he? could turn on a dime. What's happened to Darren what? Jarman and Tony Modra? Because <laughs> they're iconic figures in Adelaide.
2: They, yeah. they still float around. Well, D- Darren Jarman still does a bit of stuff with the club, I think, and Mods, I think, lives down on the coast. Yeah. What, he's an iconic player, Matthew Liptak. He's, oh, he's, he's now a knee surgeon.
1: Yeah, oh, really.
2: Now, <laughs> surgeon? Back in the day, you could do that as a yeah. footy player, not anymore.
1: All right, let's have a listen to the intro to the 1998 FIFA World Cup because this is my first memory of soccer. That is uh, Ricky Martin at his absolute best. Iconic. Iconic.
2: We've spoken a lot about a lot of male athletes. Serena Williams won her first Grand Slam in 1999. Wow. 23 to go after that. 1999.
1: 1999. Amazing. What an amazing athlete. Uh, Another amazing athlete that got found out was Lance Armstrong, who won his first of seven Tour de France's in 1999.
2: With with that, though. Oh, here
1: we go. Okay, let's have a conversation about Lance Armstrong, George. No,
2: like... I mean it's got all, one it's, minute. it's all happening, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. it? And I think that's why like internally he's like eh, everyone's doing it.
1: Yeah, there's I mean there's others we haven't got to. We haven't talked about Plugger Lockett's record packing goal, Monica Sellers. Which being is a attacked. bigger
2: moment? Plugger doing that or Lance doing it last year.
1: Uh I'm i I'm Plugger. Yeah. Yeah, you?
2: Well, they're different times, aren't they? Yeah. Different,
1: different eras of, as we know. <laughs> uh, the most enjoyable hour with you three, great segment, Tom, Georgie, and Co. That's from Don. Georgie, you've been unbelievable. I'd love to invite you back one day. We'll that's see what twenty twenty four has in store.
0: That's it. Uh, thanks. <laughs> it's been a blast, Georgie.
1: Thanks, Georgie. Thanks for bringing. I like wear my
2: crows. Top in. Absolutely again. can. I'm back.
1: Georgie was with us. Thanks to AppCo. Skip the queue with AppCo. App. Uh, with the Apco app, pay for petrol from the comfort of your car or pre-order food and drinks. This is Sports Day for Kia. The Epic has arrived. The all-electric Kia EV9. There was not electric cars in 1995. And Macca's, the Chicken Big Mac, is back at Macca's. Georgie's got a Macca's hat. Plenty more after this. That is The Thing About Football. That's what I like.